We try to play with great pace. We try to play with great pace. Ran a lot of pick and roll, pick and pop uh, type actions. Oh, you'll see us play. Some people look at the guy next to him and say, what the hell was that shot? Hell, I could have been Gronk before Gronk was Gronk. Welcome back to another edition of Corn Nation's number one Nebraska ball cast of Bangarangs and Daggers. I am Patrick Gerhardt, and with me always, but together for the first time in two weeks, at least digitally, is my co-host, Nate McHugh. Nate, you did a good job last week there, sir. I should have had you do the opening. Um, I don't know. I su- Supposedly I messed up, because I think I said, welcome to the, uh, the newest episode of Bangarangs and Daggers, and I should have said... The newest episode of of Bang Rings and Daggers. That was the uh, first initial critique I received, which I uh, that's okay. You know what? It was your first time opening. It takes a while. I, I thought I thought you were fine. I thought you did a good job, and honestly, you did a great interview for anybody who has not heard that interview last week. Yeah, it was fun. I uh, appreciate Chris Pankinen for coming on. Uh, he gave me a lot more information than I thought than I kind of was expecting. I even uh, messaged him beforehand. I said, is there any topics I can't talk to you about? You know, you know I didn't know if there was a, uh, you know, any, uh, like, uh, confidentiality he had to, you know, abide like, by. Uh, like, couldn't speak of his former university or speak of his current one? Yes. That and type so, of a thing? Yeah, because, uh, you know, I, I've, I've always been interested about, you know, the behind-the-scenes game production, uh, football, basketball. You know, we talked a little bit about baseball, and uh, yeah. So he let you know he kind of gave us a little peek behind the curtain. He, uh, I was very interested to hear you know to listen about. Um, sorry, to listen about his uh, uh, the no sit Sunday. How he thought that was. Uh, I think he said like his perfect day. You know. Uh, you know, when we beat Wisconsin, it was actually uh, a really nice day out. I was at that game and it was nice and warm. It was a nice warm spring day. Yeah. I, I, was it? Was it? I don't remember. I remember it it was nice. Yeah. It was, it was nice out. I was downtown in the, um, not the Haymarket, the rail yard. And, uh, yeah, no, it was nice out. The ice skating rink was still up. Kids were getting wet in there. Um, yeah, I think I was at, I can't remember what bar I was at, but it was, it was, it was fun. And I stood the entire time and I couldn't speak for days. Um, that's probably a one in a lifetime experience. Cause I, I remember watching it on TV and I'm like, wow, we're actually, if we win this game, we're in the NCAA tournament. And even though they hadn't, you know, there were people who thought we were still, you know, first four out or whatever. And I thought, no, I think we got to be in. And uh, yeah, he, so he talked about, uh, I don't want to give too much away, because you know, if you haven't listened to it, download it. Talked a little bit about the tunnel walk. I was very interested in that because I'm like, who makes these decisions? Because the tunnel walk's such a big deal. And he kind of gave us, even though he isn't directly you know, a part of that, but uh, he had some funny stories about some fans at some of the basketball games and uh, yeah, and then he loves basketball. You could hear when he started talking about you know the upcoming season with Hoiberg, and he's just spouting off names, and you could tell that he he's really into it. And the r- most random thing though is that I found out him and I 
possibly could have played basketball against each other. Really? In high school. Yeah. A, uh, he went to Louisville, and I went to Ellen Murdoch. And oh, just right he, down the road. Yes. And so uh, he said that he graduated about a year or two before they got really good. So that when I played, like my junior senior year, were when they were very good. And so there's a possibility. I thought he was younger than me, but he might be older. So, yeah, it was fun. I, I was he was really easy to interview. He was really open about things, and so I was glad it. I'm glad it worked out. No, it was a very good job, and I was I was proud because that was the first time you did this on your own. I know it's like you, you know, branched out. Yeah, you branched like, out, and it was nice. You know, there's a lot to say about doing things you're uncomfortable with. You know, and so I've never done that before. And, and you did a, you did a great job. Oh, thank you very much. Thanks, Dad. Very good job. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. We uh, we we've had we we've talked about doing more interviews with guys and girls, men and women, however you want to look at it. Um, and that was our first one. It went pretty well. It went pretty well. The first one was Pat uh, Jansen of the Big Red Copcast that I did. I think about a month and a half ago. And uh, yeah, Chris was the second one we've done. So we should have probably have more coming. We probably won't be doing nearly as many as uh, John Johnston and, uh, let's see, what is it, Post-Life Crisis? Yes. Yep. Which just came out uh, Monday. Well, you're going to be listening to this on Wednesday, most likely, with uh, SB Nation guru Matt Brown, who's technically all of our bosses, I think, in a grand scheme of things. Um, someday we'll tell a story about how I, 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 I severely pissed off. Um, but we're good. We're good. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, listen, you, you know what I'm talking about, right, Nate? Please. Yes, I think I do. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, good guy, good interview. I haven't listened to it yet, but that's uh, that's another one of ours on the Coronation Podcast Network. Um, right now, we're we're in the middle of the dead season, as you all know, for 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 ball, especially college basketball. But we've had a couple pretty nice little updates over the last week. One is the Pinnacle Bank Arena is now sold out. So for the second year in a row, and I couldn't tell you how many years, you know, in the last 10 years, uh, Nebraska basketball sold out. Uh, Fred Hoybergs and his team have yet to play a single single game there. But, yeah, it's sold out. People are drinking the Nebraska ball Kool-Aid this year, more so than they have in the past. And, uh, yeah, no, it's a big deal. I think it's a really big deal. Don't you, sir? Oh, yeah. I actually thought it was already sold out. I didn't realize it wasn't. I think. I'm not sure. I think sure it why. was down student section. I think it was a student section. I think okay. that was the last bit. I think. Don't quote me on that. And th- oh, sorry. Go. No, I was gonna say as a student, I think basketball games are more fun to go to than football games. You know, I because you're you. First off, the weather is a lot better. I mean, ninety-five percent of the time because you're indoors, obviously, and. You know, you're right there in the action. You're a big, big part of the game. Uh, student sections, you know, are huge with basketball because they really can control the the environment. Where in football stadiums, eh, you well, know, Nebraska, not so much. Nebraska doesn't put the student section in a good location, so it's kind of hard to go on that. Yeah, well, yeah, but for the most, it, it it can be tough. It can be tough. No, I, yes. I agree with you. And also, something that we've been talking about. For a few weeks now, is they've for the fan night, they've got they've got a performer. Oh my! Yeah, 
Don't you remember? You, you read. The- yeah. Right? Yeah. Thank goodness. Rick Ross is coming. Woo-hoo. Rick Ross. I, I'm not going to lie. I couldn't name a single song he's done. Yeah. I, either could I. And I, so I was driving. Oh my. Yeah. It's going to take my son to uh, our soap scrimmage here. And I'm like, oh, I'll just YouTube one of his songs. And I just picked the first one. Something featured Drake. And I'm like, okay, let's see what this guy is like. I'm like, you know, listening for a while. I'm like, wait, I'm taking my kids to this, right? Like, <laughs> and so I'm really, really little, ho- little aggressive with lyrics. Yeah, and I'm really hoping that the music's at the end because I'm not staying for the music. No, and, and it's, it's nothing to it's, do with it's, it's for the college kids. Honestly, it, it's for it's for the younger fans. Um, he's gonna do a good job. He's a good performer. So I I think they did well in in getting him there because I think they're gonna have he is a name he's he's more of a modern name and I think that'll help bring the younger crowd to to this fan fest. Yeah, I, and I'm not usually this guy, but is it was a is the music really necessary? I mean, how much money? I have no I have no idea how much it costs, but uh, I mean, it, I mean, I I don't even want to guess, but I just want I just think. Couldn't that money be used for something else? You know, old I that, man. I know, I'm not even trying to old, be that guy. Old man. Yeah, you're totally that guy right now. There isn't a single band on this earth that I think it would have been worth having there, unless they, unless they're like playing during the game, which someone mentioned that to me. Like, oh, it wouldn't be kind of cool if he was. I don't. This sounds kind of ridiculous, but if he's off to the side and kind of doing his thing during the game, you know. Because sometimes you go to like some of wouldn't these. Wouldn't that uh, be distracting? I wouldn't pay attention. I'd watch the well, game. Well, and plus the players, the players would, the players would miss out. Yeah, uh, they, they want to hear him. I mean, let's be honest. They're pulling in. Okay, a maybe guy. it's a recruiting thing. You know, maybe that. that I'm sure actually... it's a part of it. You get you you get the you get the young young college kids there. You get recruits there. They all see this. They're the ones that are pulling it in. You know, he's pulling it in for. Okay, so it, actually, I'm going to backtrack then. If if they're going to have recruits there for this, because they you know they want to show. Oh, by the way, this is an opening night type of deal. Look at all this fan support. And also, by the way, here's Rick Ross. Then, okay, I'm actually now I'm I'm actually for that. But and if that's kind of what they're aiming for, but I mean, I I plan on leaving right after the basketball game because I have a four-year-old and a six-year-old that are going to be there. So uh, they're not going to care one lick about the music. And I said, even if my favorite band was there, I would still leave. And eh, maybe not. It'd be hard, but yeah. Not so. a, n- not everybody can afford Nickelback, man. Oh, don't even. You know, I I actually saw Nickelback in concert once. I know, and I've been and I've been holding that in. <laughs> it's, Hey, it's crazy though. It was band, okay. It's called Bandcamp. It was literally like ten minutes from my house, and this is when I think like Nickelback's second album. I mean, they had uh, uh, Alice in Chains was there. They had um, they had enough bands for like two stages, but one stage collapsed before they Ooh. could. Yeah, so like half the bands couldn't play. Um, trying to think, Nick, is the, was Nickelback on that stage? Unfortunately, no, I wouldn't wish that upon anyone. But no, they 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 were not. So um, I wish I could think of the other bands that were there. But uh, it was a cool concert. I don't. That was when I was in high school still. So that's before. So I think there's two. There's Nickelback, the first two albums, and then there's the rest of it. And it's I think it's two different bands. But 
Uh, you know, it, people, people are probably like, I don't hear any more anymore about Nickelback, so I guess we'll just keep moving on. They're yeah, not I, my favorite I, band. so I couldn't tell you the difference from any of their stuff. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting an education. <laughs> oh, it's well worth your time. Trust me. Yeah, if if I didn't want to pick pick on you about it, then I wouldn't have brought it up. So, anyway, so th- those are the first two things in regards to Nebraska ball. The third one, and the one we've been waiting for, and it's that time of year where this they bring this out is that we finally have the Big Ten schedule, and so that that's what we we've had the non-con for a few months, and now we have the Big Ten schedule, making it the full Nebraska ball schedule. So with that, I'm just gonna run through the teams when they play and we'll just kind of discuss from there but starting last year oh and again this is a 20 game schedule big 10 went to a 20 game schedule last year so it's it's a gauntlet it's a gauntlet and they put two two games close to the end of the non-con and so friday december 13th nebraska's playing at indiana which if you notice in past years we've done well in bloomington surprisingly and we followed up with uh, Sunday, December 15th. We we finished the Indiana gauntlet w- against Purdue. I think the only time we play Purdue uh, during the year, which we'll get to in a minute. We finally get into the full non-con on January 3rd, or the full uh, conference, January 3rd against Rutgers, January 7th against Iowa, January 11th at Northwestern, January 14th at Ohio State, January 18th against Indiana, January 21st at Wisconsin, January 25th at Rutgers, January 28th uh, versus Michigan, February 1st versus Penn State, February 8th at Iowa, February 11th at Maryland, February 15th versus Wisconsin, February 20th versus Michigan State, February 24th at Illinois, February 27th versus Ohio State, March 1st versus Northwestern, March 5th at Michigan, March 8th at Minnesota, and that that game finishes up the regular season. I went through, and in case you weren't paying attention at home, writing them all down as I went through them, that means we play Indiana twice, Rutgers twice, Iowa twice, Northwestern twice, Ohio State twice, Michigan twice, Michigan uh, Wisconsin twice, Michigan twice, Penn State once, Maryland once, Michigan State once, Illinois once, Minnesota once, and Purdue once. <sighs> yeah, so 20-game schedule. Not all conferences do that, but the Big Ten does. The Big Ten is its a good basketball conference. It's a gauntlet. Nobody's going to go through unscathed. Some of these... We do. We're good to have other ones. It's gonna be. It's gonna be tough to pull away two wins. Indiana should be good. Uh, Plain and Lincoln. You know, if we go one and one, that'd be awesome. Rutgers twice. There's no reason why we should be beating. Get beat by Rutgers both times, but anything can happen. Iowa. I think Iowa is gonna be better this year. That's gonna be a tough two games. Northwestern. Nebraska should win both those right now. Ohio State, that's going to be tough. Wisconsin's the same. It's going to be tough. Michigan, they, they got, they're breaking in a new coach. That's going to be interesting. I'm not quite sure what to make of that one, but uh, they still got talent on that team, so playing them twice is going to be tough. Penn State once, wish we were playing them twice. Maryland once, eh, I think we're okay playing them once. Michigan State once, 
Uh, Nebraska, you know, has historically played some pretty good g- games against Michigan State, but I think, I think having them on the schedule is going to be plenty. Illinois once, one of those ones that I I think we're going to hope we play wish we played them twice. Minnesota once, and Purdue once, probably the one team that we really do not match up well against at all. So there's the breakdown. You know, it's it's tough to tell right now. It's still early. We really don't know how well this Nebraska basketball team is going to be. But for the most part, it, it's going to be, you know, you could trade in some of these teams once, you know, playing once versus twice, and it would still be a tough schedule. Uh, the Big Ten's going to be good this year. None of these teams are going to make it through unscathed, like I said at the beginning. It's going to, you know, it's, I mean, it's early analysis. I really haven't divulged too much into any of the teams yet. I'm not quite sure how well some of these teams are going to be. But base value um, Fred Hoiberg's going to have his hands once the non-con gets over. What are your thoughts, Nate? Um, I have us going 10 and 10 in the conference. Did you just fall asleep? No. Oh, I, I, I wouldn't blame if someone else did, but, uh, <laughs> so while you were talking, I'm like, okay, here we go. Indiana, I said we were 1-1. Rutgers 2-0. Iowa 1-1. Northwestern 2-0. Um, Ohio State 1-1. Wisconsin and Michigan 0-2, both of those. Penn State, that's we win. Maryland, we lose. Michigan State, we lose. Illinois, we win. Minnesota, we win. And then Purdue, we lose three times because they're going to kill us, even though we only play them once. But no, that's <laughs> – I have uh, us going 10-10, and that is without knowing anything about these teams. So, no, uh, that, Honestly, that's a fair assessment, and that's pretty close to what I got to. I mean, it's. I think a lot of people are expecting at best to go 500 this year for Fred Hoiberg and his team, and again, that's with a pretty much entirely fresh squad. So, no, that that's good analysis, I think, at least for face value. Well, you know, I think let's just say you know, let's say we get closer to the season, we actually you know have an opportunity to to really dive into this. Uh, 10 10's pretty good. In the Big Ten, that might that that might be sniffing the NCAA tournament. Um, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> it depends you, on the non. I mean, the non-con's kind of weak. The non-con. Yes, yes. I mean, we've talked about that before. It's not that great. Uh, for fresher, uh, we played uh, UC Riverside, Southern Utah, South Dakota State, Southern University, Washington State. Uh, we'll see what happens the rest of the way for the Caymans. We might play Old, Old Dominion. We might play George Mason. George Mason's still a decent team. Uh, Georgia Tech, Creighton, North Dakota, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, and that that rounds it out. Um, you know, if we ended up 500 in non-con, I would say that we would probably be below 500 in the conference, wouldn't you say? Um, un- unless they start turning stuff around. But if we, if Nebraska comes out of the non-con with only, you know, three or four wins out of that slate, I'd say probably 500 in, in conference play. And that's just an assumption. Well, my assumption is that we don't lose any non-conference games except for Georgia Tech, maybe, and then maybe Creighton. Um, because I just assume we get better athletes than them. <laughs> oh, oh, and for most of these schools, yes. Yeah, so, Southern Utah, South Dakota State, Southern... Um, if you haven't read Kevin's uh, uh, non-conference previews, they're on the website. He does a really good rundown of all these teams. And yeah, no, Nebraska, the first major team we play that could possibly challenge us is Washington State. And I, 
Mike Leach. God, do they? I mean, this year, M- M- Mike Leach is the football coach there, so that really does kind of mix things <laughs> up on the basketball end. <laughs> I, I, I want to give a quick plug to yeah, that. Bill, uh, it's, it's Bill Bill Moose, former former school. You know. Ah, good point. Yeah. And he hired Mike Leach. Yeah. Hey, also another great point. This is why people listen to us, you know, um, facts like these. But I would say, though, um, kind of off topic, there is an athlete, the athletic, um, um, did an article on Mike Leach from interviewing his past uh, quarterbacks. And they were talking, I mean, it's great. And uh, he's a very interesting guy. And I'm glad I think, you know, he's an American treasure. But back to basketball. Uh, well, if we beat Creighton at Creighton, I mean, oh, I'd be so happy. I'm, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna get a lot of crap for this. We shouldn't beat. We should not beat Creighton at Creighton. Um, they're returning some pretty good talent this year. I think the only thing they're gonna have to replace is the five man. Um, in terms of up in the air, uh, yeah. If we beat Creighton this year, it would be huge. Yeah, because defining mean, we got moment my, in Fred Hoiberg's career. Yeah, we we got a. Because um, it's not Tim Miles anymore, you know. Tim Miles, you, you, just, you know, you walk in, you think, "Yep, he's going to get boat raced," you know. Except for the past, you know, last year. But uh, I am looking forward to that game, especially. I I am a Creighton alum, but uh, law school. Which you like to talk about? Yes, um, I'm very proud of that. <laughs> uh, but I think it's law uh, school. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's I love schedules. <laughs> I, I I'm not one of those guys, you know, when like the NFL pumps out a, their schedules and people are all of a sudden they can talk several hours about schedules. I'm like, oh, put a bolt in my brain, you know. But you know, it's I uh, we love Nebraska basketball and it's fun to see. And thank thank goodness we only played Purdue once. I was very happy about that. Yeah, out of all the teams, I'd say we probably like, as our history shows, it we probably match up the worst against them. Um, they're big, they're tall, uh, Big Ten, and we've got a bunch of six foot eight guys. Yeah, Maryland's pretty big too. And Michigan State, we've had their number. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe, but we'll find out. Maybe it was just Tim Miles had, you know, to, um, Izzo's number, but. You know, I think that we got a couple of gifts there a little bit. You know, we do play Michigan twice. Uh, so that's. Which still has a lots of talent. Yes. New coach, but still has a lot of talent. Uh, wait, wait. But they do have. Juwan Howard, uh, maybe we do win. I should change that to 2 0. I forgot Juwan Howard's coaching. Say 1 and 1. The new coaches split. And then we're 11 and 9. Look at that. Boom. Because I had us 0 and 2 against Michigan. So uh, yeah, eleven and nine, book it. Um, you know, I want to go, you know, twelve or twelve and eight, but because I don't think Jawan Howard is going to be a very good coach. But. The one team I'm going to be curious about is Iowa. They should be better this year, and there's been there's been some heat over in Iowa City lately um, with, with Fran and stuff. I mean, he's I know that overall I think he's been okay. I, I like him as a coach, but I know there's not a whole lot. There, there, there's a contingent that's not exactly happy with him. So, you know, if I would, I, I, I could see some smoke coming up from that is, part of the state. Is uh, Fran McCaffrey the Bo Pelini of college basketball? 
Yeah, only fans actually recruited fairly decent. <laughs> I just, I'm like, that guy is a nutbag. You know, but I guess if. Yeah, he's got a temper. Yeah, and I just don't, I don't. Yeah, I've been in situations, and I, I, I hate comparing high school to college, but like where you're just seething on the bench, and what he does, I and mean, he's got to know it looks ridiculous, you know. And I guess you could say the same thing about Pliny. He, you know, that he should know how ridiculous that looks. But uh, some reason with with basketball, you know, he just, I don't know, who knows what's going on. But yeah, uh, you know I, what? Most bas- high, no, most college basketball coaches fly off the deep end it's just a part of the game i think it just just depends on how france gets real red so he gets the attention yeah i could be wrong well <laughs> doesn't his wrong. son play for them i think oh, i think i think probably i, I think one of his, i haven't looked at the schedule in a while or i, I, th- I think one of his kids has played for him at least last year and i gotta i don't know if, if that was my dad i would just be like you know, looking up at the rafters and just like w- hoping at this playing moment Fry- ends. <laughs> play- playing for Iowa State. Yeah, it's like, oh, I should have went to Iowa State. <laughs> Wouldn't have to uh, get yelled at nearly as much, unless he's used to it. And he's just like, whatever. Yeah. He inspires. He inspires the other, the rest of the team to so, just ignore it. Yeah, supposedly the players up. like him. So, you know, because he's usually a nutbag with the coaches, but players love Pelini. Yeah, that's true. See, I think yeah. the an- the analogy fits. Like yeah, you said. it does. And of course, we can't. You know, it wouldn't be a Nebraska centric podcast with us without us bringing it back to football anyway. So yep. I hear games happening this week. Yeah, I uh, I think we play. Uh, no, I'm joking. But yeah, no. Everybody knows who we're playing. Everybody knows when we're playing, what time, what station, you name it. Um, for those of you who are more football than they are basketball, I highly recommend you listen to this upcoming Friday's version of Five Heart Podcast. Uh, I'm sure Greg and this whole little team, merry band of uh, footballers, will have tons of information on the Southern Alabama, I think, Jaguars? Yes. Yep. So, yeah, no, you, you want to hear, uh, hear a good preseason podcast, listen to that one. It's probably the... What second best podcast on the Coronation Network behind us? When the metric you're going by is quality, is definitely yeah, pure quality. Two. Yeah, pure, pure quality. quality. If you're going by other metrics, it's a little, it's kind of more gray. But it's black and white when it comes to quality. You know, it's mm-hmm. number two. Or I thought it was number. I thought it was behind John's. John's you was know what? two. John's but, probably yeah. It's probably number three right now. Yeah. So just it's probably number three quality. You know. Yeah. <laughs> not downloads yeah no no that's a separate subject you know that, we're talking about quality so. do they still have a call-in number i called in once and they didn't know it was me so they didn't know uh, it was you we need to get a call-in number i don't even know how you do that i guess we could always ask to. our boss well that's greg <laughs> well yeah well that's greg <laughs> the high priest of of uh, coordination podcasting so Anyway, dude, that's all I got. Oh, no before, top five this week. I, I got something to say that maybe some people are interested in tonight. Um, this we record this a little late. Uh, I was had a fire meeting for volunteer um, for our volunteer fire department. We had a mass casualty drill. 
there were two other departments involved. We had a life flight. We had um, EMTs. We had people from Omaha come down and watch us. And it was a school bus accident drill. And uh, it was very surreal. And it was very informative. And we learned a lot that we need to to do. But even when it's a drill and you hear it, it's a school bus. It's just like, you know, you hope it never happens. But it was, it was, it's one of those things that living in, in a small town, uh, with volunteer fire departments, you know, or, you know, first responders that they gave up their Monday night to practice this. And it's, it's just a really cool thing to, to kind of, you know, reflect on. So that, that was kind of cool tonight. Uh, you sent me a text, Hey, you ready to record? And I'm like, and we were just debriefing at the fire hall and I like sent you a picture and I said, well, not yet. You sent me a picture <laughs> of an overturned trash can. It's all, oh, we got to look around. There's firefighters. <laughs> I know, I know. No, okay. no, no. <laughs> no. No, big shout out to all firefighters across the nation, but uh, in particularly to ones that you and I both know very well, the small town volunteer fire and rescue. Yes. Uh, yeah, they give up a lot of their time, and sometimes it's at three in the morning, you know? Yeah. And so it, uh, it's, uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool. And yeah, so that's all I have. Um, we'll have a, hopefully a, uh, top five next time and tell your friends about us uh subscribe and rate so because i think that and listen and, 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 and listen to all of our podcasts we love you yes all of them all bye. three bye bye